Hi, my beautiful people. This is Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm giving you a real big hug right now. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm giving you this big hug because I feel like everybody needs a hug or a hey you're doing great, or you look nice, or just compliment each other. I mean, see, I felt like I needed to start this because I've been running into so many people that just want to talk about their life experiences, their relationships, or like any story they needed to share. This could be something magical or something they wanted to share, but they're afraid of what others would think, me included. Or if you're hurting inside or have a funny story about life lessons you'd like to talk about, I would love for you to reach out. This could be the worst or your best times. Listen, I have some good topics. We're going to have a lot of fun because I believe the best medicine is to talk about it because someone else is dealing with the same shit. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Spill With Me, Jenny D. I'm so excited and thrilled to have one of my daughter's good friends, one of, well, actually one of her BFFs, <laughs> Billy, who reached out to me because he wanted to talk about his life experience and kind of wanted to show you that, you know what, in life, you got to love yourself, you got to be authentic, and you just got to be you. Hi, Billy. What's going on? Hey, nothing much, Jenny D. Just to hear, ready to tell some stories, really bond, get to know each other, and just, you know, see how similar and alike we are, and yet so different, and how we've come to love each other and love ourselves. Excellent. So you wanted to start a podcast too? Yes, I think that podcasting is just so cool and interesting, and I think it's just there's so many veins that you could go with podcasting, and so many topics to talk about, and so many people to talk about, and also reach and share so many stories. And so I think it's just the new wave of media coming through and I think it's something that everyone should really get into exactly I feel the same way that's why I wanted to start this because you know I feel like there needs to be a platform for people that want to express what's going on so take us back to because um you're in college now but take us back to when (laughs) you were younger and what you were doing or how you just felt not I wouldn't say the word uh different but you felt like you didn't do all the other things that all the other boys did for sure, yeah. I definitely remember notably, especially starting even as soon as, you know, kindergarten, really establishing certain many differences between the younger boys my age of simply just a birthday party theme. I was super, super into the Disney Channel, mainly my girl Miley Cyrus as as the iconic oh, Hannah yeah. Montana. So that was definitely a pivotal, you know, figurehead and role model in my brain as a child. And I thought, why not have a birthday party as that theme? And then later you know in the year that year of kindergarten and going to other little boys birthday parties and you know seeing like the wwe themes and you know (laughs) the superheroes it was very very different and not something i was really keen on joining in on it actually it was just very like oh i'm kind of like that's good for you but uh, like where's the dolls like where where's the dress up i i was i needed more i needed something a little more up my alley so definitely starting as soon as there um looking back on i noticed differences but in the moment no i just it was very much the norm to me Right. Good for you. I mean, you do what you enjoy and what you want to do. You're not living somebody else's life. You're living your life. So tell us as the years went by, you know, how was your mom and your dad and everybody? How are they feeling? 
For sure, yeah. Growing up, I will definitely say um, my, you know, closet was very much beads, the, a glass door per se. There was really no hiding who I was, um, and nor was, you know, I being told to hide, at least, you know, by my family, which is great. Um, you know, having that birthday party theme, um, I was very fortunate to have that, you know, come to fruition, you know, have a family that was like, yeah, like my little boy wants to have a Hannah Montana birthday party, like let's throw one. So I definitely will say having all my interests and hobbies align with other females, especially, you know, my older sister, we got along so well and got so close bonding, you know, playing and, you know, enjoying the same similar things growing up. And, you know, my mother and my Nana being very, very accepting as well. Um, you know, and my dad, you know, kind of relating to, you know, your husband, my dad traveled a lot growing up. So um, in my, at least my key growing up, you know, pivotal moments as a, you know, young kid into, I definitely want to say a little bit more before my teenage years was not very around often due to working and all that kind of thing so even when he was around there was really no qualms by any means but I think that also played in a part to being so close to women and being close to my nana and my mom and my sister and even though I had an older brother being nine years older we were very much at very different points in our lives. So, you know, we would, you know, wrestle and do that and this, this, and that, and the other, but we never, you know, there were, he wasn't focused on wanting to play dolls by any means. He was out there like hanging out with friends, you know, being high schoolers. Okay. Definitely in those moments, he was just kind of off doing his own thing, not really paying me any mind, just like, oh, the little brother, you know, he's right. just there doing his thing. So definitely growing up, um, there wasn't very much, I would say, looking at me as, you know, different or unique until the actual, you know, as I, became, you know, became older, became a teenager and started to find myself and started to realize that, you know, I think, I think everyone else is not on the same wavelength as me. What, what's going on here? When I started to establish that, I think that's when things started to change a little bit when um, my close family and friends started to react a little bit different. Right. And that's something that, you know, when you're saying, well, they're not acting like me or they're not liking the same interests I like. Everybody's different. You know, why do we have to look at someone and I, you know, I've done it too. Like, wow, you know, growing up, I didn't have much money and I was like, oh, they have the nicest clothes. Look at the cars they drive. You know, I was always jealous of that. Now, do you feel like that you got bullied or were you able to just rub it off and say, you know what? They don't phase me. For sure, yeah. I will definitely say I got picked on here and there. I'd say from that, you know, you know, that kindergarten classroom all the way up until I want to say fourth grade. I was very lightly picked on. I think everyone, you know, didn't really know what was going on. I think everyone was just being friends with someone just, you know, based off what a little kid wants to be friends with, like, you know, another kid for, you know, the same interests, same hobbies. So no one really paid any mind to, you know, the actual societal differences mm-hmm. at that point. And I think it caters to a lot of, you know, a lot of that is learned. You know, you don't come out of the womb, you know, in all the, all right. the terms and, you know, all the different you know, technicalities or, you know, different orientations for individuals. So once I think people started to learn it, become a little bit more educated around that, you know, fifth grade middle school point, that's where it kind of took a tipping point as to a, a more severe bullying, I would say, of just, you know, very much name calling, a lot of slurs being thrown my way, where it was a clear divide and difference of, you know, you can't hang out with us, you can't sit with us, you, you know, you're weird, you're different, you're gay, you're a fag, whatever, you know, X, Y, and Z have been called pretty much. And I think it was very nice having the group of girls that I did have because, you know, they were my army, you know, we were, they had my back no matter what. So I, I was very lucky to have a group of girlfriends that 
didn't care what I was, you know, they didn't care about, you know, being friends with, you know, quote unquote, you know, the weird kid, the different kid, the one that, you know, has the limp wrist, like walking in the hall that's, you know, has a little too much, you know, swish in the hips. And I was very lucky in that way. But um, I didn't, it didn't start, I guess, turning into a more motivational point of view of taking that bullying and that aggression and that, you know, I guess more so ideal ideal of perseverance until high school to where I wanted to really just be like, you know, I have so much to bring to the table besides my orientation and I'm so much more than that and I love who I am and I appreciate who I am and I walk into a room so proud. But you know, I do have the Good brain. For you. You know, I do have the brawn to really rise to the occasion. Oh, see, I think it comes with maturity with young kids and they don't realize, well, you know, you're hurting someone. I mean, why are you labeling someone? It's just, you know, I keep saying it, but everybody's different. Like, why can't we just accept people for who they are and what they, you know, it doesn't matter. But when you were talking, we were talking um, before we started recording and you were telling me that you would see, you know, why can't you see two men together and, and two, you know, on the, sh- on the movies and the shows on TV, two women together. That wasn't, why didn't they have that more? Because when we were growing, when I was growing up, or, you know, our my older, my older generation, you know, we, we didn't see anything like that. And it, that's not fair. That's not right. I mean, everybody has their own. If they want to be with someone, they want to be with someone. As long as they're happy, why, why do we care what they're doing? To make themselves exactly happy. and I think that was also so hard for me, my young version of myself thinking was you know I'm not calling anybody names like I, I, I you know even though they are different I mean good for them like I never took it to heart or felt so obligated or so aggressive enough to respond or to really come back yes I had a lot of anger just I mean as a kid being you know called those certain names and not knowing why and I think it was just a big misunderstanding on my end of just why like why why am I the one that's being singled out like what did I do to deserve that and it was very hard to kind of navigate and really then understand and come to terms with okay like you know I am different but like I love being different like why I don't want to change like why would I want to adapt to the societal norms or you know the norms that are being set before me by you know other guys and girls when that's just just so not my so not my vibe. <laughs> right, exactly. See, I love that. I love your energy. I mean, first time I met you, I was like, this is a terrific, terrific person. You just have so much to offer. You really do. And anybody that meets you is fortunate to be your friend. I mean, that is Aww. true. That is, uh, my daughter, I mean, she is so lucky to have you because you're great. You're a great friend. Aww. Now, tell us why you wanted to talk about this today. Yeah, no, I wanted to talk about this. I think being, you know, a young queer person, you know, in society now, I think, especially with it, you know, coming more to being a societal norm in a sense, and a lot of people coming around to loving and accepting themselves. um, It's still sort of a new topic. And I think a lot of people are still a little bit uncomfortable with this, you know, change that's going on, you know, whether that young, old or in between, I think there's still so much more conversations to have. And I think having a conversation is really how you get to know somebody. Because like I was saying, there's so much more to me than just my orientation. Yet, me being who I am and being, you know, loud and rambunctious and being out there and unique, you know, a lot of people just see such a face value version of myself. And so that hinders that connection. And I think a lot of people and a lot of other gay people out there can relate or a lot of people that are struggling to come to terms with who they possibly could be oh, yeah. and not loving who they are because they look around and all they see is 
something different that's not someone to relate to or someone to talk to. So I was like, why not get on a platform so other people could, you know, good for you. Maybe relate. It's so nice that you're, you know, you're putting yourself out there because you want to reach out to other people that are going through the same thing. And they could be younger, they could be older, you know, and they could feel like, you know what, I, I am in this bubble that I can't come out and tell people like who I am and what I'm doing. And why do we have to do that? Like, I don't get that. I just don't get it. it, It's so bizarre. It's such a, like a dichotomy, especially, you know, coming from, you know, a small, you know, being born and raised in, you know, Akron, Ohio, specifically, you know, the suburb of Talmadge, Ohio, and being around a bunch of cis hetero white people and not know, really knowing like where where do I belong I, I really didn't have any gay representation locally at all but you know let alone in the media so it was just very it was a very a, a very lonely vein to follow um, until I got older obviously and luckily there were certain avenues and certain you know things for me to witness and um, certain shows or certain you know people to attach myself with to help me kind of you know get through the tunnel of darkness per se and find that you know the light at the end of this isn't this isn't a burden this isn't something you should be ashamed of there's so much more to life and so I think being able to have that mindset and seek out those certain certain resources at a young age you know like late middle school early high school was I'm, I'm very fortunate for because it has led me to you know the success that I have had you know within you know my, all my high school accolades and then you know now with my career and wanting to you know become an actor like there's so many things that you know affect that and so I'm just very fortunate to just really you know know myself and me. Right, exactly. I love that. Now, what do you, how do you think college is as far as uh, acceptance and people, how they're acting? Yeah, I would definitely say being, you know, a theater major, that definitely lends itself to being a way more wide range of accepting people um, and meeting so many different walks of life and learning so many more things. So I, I'm definitely very grateful, you know, one of them being your daughter, you know, still being, you know, just you know, straight girl, but you know, she is an ally. You know, she is one that's looking out for everybody. She's one to defend somebody. And, you know, she loves herself and she knows herself and that allows her to love and accept and embrace others. And so finding people, you know, like Lexi to really just, you know, love and embrace each other and just come together and look past all that surface level, you know, BS that I was referring to and just really coming into, you know, just liking a person because you like the person, you know, whether that's, you know, friend or relationship, there's just so much more to life than a label or so much to a person than just the face value shallowness that some people tend to look at. So definitely I will say college has definitely opened my eyes even more. And I think so many people have had their eyes open due to college and just seeing there's so many, so many people that have those stories to tell and finding the equal relations and also the similarities with the people you'd never think that you could relate to before. Exactly. I mean, like you said before, too, when we were talking off camera or off the mic, you know, you don't have to stand up and on a stage and tell everybody, guess what? You know, I am gay or here's my sexuality. Would I, you know, stand up there and be like, yes, okay. I just, uh, yeah, and I think that life just puts you in a place where you're going to have some struggles. You're just going to get through them. And you are so mature and you are really going to help somebody out there that is going through this and feeling the same way you're feeling because nobody knows how you feel, just you and what you've gone through. For sure. No, definitely. I 100% agree. And, you know, it's just one of those things like being out proud and gay is so beautiful and, you know, expressing your queerness or whatever you may be is so pivotal and important. But yeah, for me and my coming out, it was just like, 
I wanted to tell the people, you know, the, my mother and my sister, the two very most, you know, important people in my life that I felt, you know, deserved to have that coming out experience with me. And especially, you know, being a parent or being a sibling, you you know that person, you grow up with that person, you know, you love that person unconditionally. And I think it was just another layer to be just very honest and open and very like, this is something special for us. And yes, everyone else knows I'm gay. Like, that's great. Like, you know, that's that's <laughs> right. no, that's old news. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's great. Move on, people. Move on. You know, I just want to... <laughs> Exactly. And it's just like, I just want to, you know, have the respect of just, you know, I love you and I appreciate you. And I think this is, you know, to make our relationship just more loving and more just embracing. Let me just really kind of pull back the curtains and talk about, you know, myself kind of like how I am on this podcast. Like, why not? Why not share with those special people, you know, a special part of my life? Exactly. And that's why this podcast that I created it because I thought, you know what, people are hiding stuff they don't want to talk about because they feel like somebody's judging them or trying to make them feel like they're not normal or they're this or they're that. And I was like, you know, I'm done trying to be something I'm not too. I mean, I have struggles and I, you know, I'm not perfect and my life isn't this, you know, <laughs> perfect housewife, desperate housewives or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, and I, I just feel like this has been so enlightening for me to understand too what you're going through and what you went through because I'm sure everybody's story might be a little bit different but I feel like your theater family is your family now like all the kids oh for sure yeah yeah even through like high school um them like you know loving and embracing me and then you like I mentioned in college it's just I definitely found the vein of the career path that is so just made for me um and something that I could just see myself doing forever and I think and a big part of I never even realized until I was you know graduating high school and I achieved so much of not so much of a sliver of what I thought I could actually end up you know achieving in that short four period of years of time but really kind of reflecting on why why am I an actor why why do I love to tell these stories why why do I love to put myself on stage and put myself out there and you know for the enjoyment and entertainment of others and myself and I think it stems back to like what I was mentioning I never had that representation that queer media growing up and so I think, you know, wanting to pursue film and television as myself as an actor, I I want to tell those queer stories, as well, you know, as well as so many other stories to a person, you know, besides their sexuality. But I think, you know, if I could be that face or, you know, that person on, you know, that television in that television show or on that movie screen and for that other little gay kid out there somewhere right. and just be that glimmer of hope of like, oh, it's OK. Like, you know, like I see myself, like that's me, like that's me up there. Like I, I, you know, I never thought I'd see someone like me before. And so if I can do that for, you know, a kid out there, you know, anybody of any age that needs a silver representation, like that's so, so important because, you know, I never got to have it. And I know if I were to have that as a kid, that would have meant so much. So that's like, I think a big sliver of not only me enjoying this passion and this career, but also wanting to help others and wanting to be you know, someone to, for someone to look up to possibly if that so helps. You are so wonderful. And you know what? I know you're going to make, you're going to make it big time. I know it. You're going to be on the screen and I'll be like, I know him. He was on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Once I jump back on, I'll be like, hey. I'll be like, do you remember me? (laughs) You'll be too big time for me. I'll be, I'll have to go through your agent and stuff like that. No, you'll have my number. Don't worry. You ain't Lexi Bob. We better. We better. I am so happy that you shared your story with us. 
And I I'm feel so like happy that you have this platform for me to share my oh, story. You know, anytime, babe, anytime, because I do feel like you have really given people an avenue to just, you know, talk about it. You know, why don't we talk about it? Right? For real, it's not scary. It's not taboo. It's life. And people are people at the end of the day. And I think that's so important. We're all, you know, flesh and bone. Exactly. You know, no matter what color, you know, what sexuality, what orientation, what gender. There's, there's so much to just, like look at and so much to admire and so much to embrace about just a person and really looking at the heart of who that person may be and I think that's what is just so important and so pivotal pivotal for anybody you know of any walk of life to just really recognize and take away and just to really love yourself and love others I love that love yourself be yourself that's all you need to do you can always use that piece of information <laughs> this was so much fun, Billy. Thank you so much for being on Spill with me, Jenny D. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Jenny D. I love spilling the tea. I love sipping the tea. And what more than telling a good old story with a good old Jenny D. So. <laughs> oh, I love it, honey. Hey, you have a wonderful day. It was. Thank you for taking the time out because I know you college kids are busy, busy, busy. <laughs> oh, same thing for you. <laughs> oh, thank you, honey. This was Spill with me, Jenny D. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers, or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website, so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it. And if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it, I think that it's going to help all of us. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny D.